You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. All right, you're on the one Radio 191 FM. The time is now 28 minutes to the hour of 10, and we're joined by the General Manager of Independent Music New Zealand, Dylan Pout. Utter Maria, mate, how you doing? Good, thank you. And yourself? God, I said the wrong name. I'm very good, my friend. I'm very good. Right, uh, Going Global Music Summit 2022 is on this weekend. So many speakers from all corners of the music industry. I mean, you're covering uh, lawyers, artists, bookers, executive producers, real producers, um, you know, editors, <laughs> <laughs> festival programmers. <laughs> and don't forget artists as well. Yeah, no, I said I said artists, managers. Uh, the list is endless. Um, I mean, it's just kind of it's essentially a little like our mini South by Southwest, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, although you know, a very, very, very tiny, small, incremental version of of uh, South by, which which I've been to a couple of times, and and dare dare I say it, it's an absolute clusterfuck on, on uh, <laughs> uh, of, of people. Um, at least here in, in in Auckland, New Zealand, we we have the opportunity to gather. We call it New Zealand's you know boutique music industry conference. It's it's a, yeah. it's a very small, carefully curated, and allows um, the local music people to engage with with uh, people coming in from from the wider world um, on a much more intimate sort of basis. Um, and then before heading over the, the following week to to Brisbane for the Big Sound Conference, which again is, is by a multiple of six larger than us, but yeah, um, yeah, great way to to be able to to figure out what the music landscape looks like, feels like, and and looks like, and and obviously sounds like um, before venturing out into the wider world. Yeah, why is it important for for artists and not just artists? You know, budding label owners, people that may be looking into getting into management. There might be law students here at Otago that might want to get into you know entertainment law. Why is it important for people like that to check this out? It's um, it's important because it's just it's, it's basically the, the very very root of, of having a, a conference really is to to gather information and to learn um, and to connect with each other and share ideas. Um, it's really, really hard to try and do that behind screens. Um, we, we need to get out from behind our desks and, and go off and actually meet other people and figure out what it is that, you know, like you said, uh, what it is you want to do perhaps in the future. Um, you may learn some tips and tricks that you weren't aware of before. Um, for example, um, I'll use touring artists, for example, um, getting into the USA, what kind of visas are required? Mm. Um, do you require the same visa for an artist if you, if you are an artist or, or is it a different visa if you're a tour manager? Is it a different visa again if you're an artist manager um, to, to travel with the entire group? It's actually quite quite a tricky sort of process. Um, in terms of labels, you know, there's, there's always information on the changing music landscape. Um, you know, when I, when I first started the music industry here in New Zealand, back in the mid-90s, I would say, um, it was completely different to, to what it is now. And I'm sure that in another 20 or 30 years' time, it's going to be completely different again. So there's always, you know, things that crop up, factors that, that come in, market forces that come in um, that always change. So that's why, um, you know, ha- having a thing like going global is, is important, is, is so that you're always aware of, of what's going on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you would have done going global a decade ago and looked at these emerging things like Spotify and look how the world's changing, right? 
that's completely true. Um, and this is our tenth. Of course, we've, we've skipped the last two years. It would have been the twelfth, I guess, or thirteen. I'm terrible at maths, but uh, <laughs> um, but it's been ten editions now. And and yes, you're right. Um, you know, back then Spotify was kind of a relatively young prospect, and, and now it's it's been going fifteen odd years or whatever. That's considered an old company now. Um, so yeah, so like I said, in ten to fifteen, twenty years, there'll be a completely different landscape. I probably won't be here, but somebody else will be, um, you know, picking up the baton and, and running with it. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's good. I, I like that you've got lawyers there because I think that's a big one. Like, I mean, um, record companies bless them. Uh, music's murky; it can be difficult. And when you're a young, excited band about signing a, something, that you get something creative, that can be difficult. No one wants to be the next Bay City Rollers. <laughs> well, some people might, <laughs> but some people also want to be the next, you know, shellac or, or the next die to die or, or, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, lawyers. Particularly, I, I was going to mention uh, just the, the, on the lawyers there. Um, Stephen King from Media Arts Lawyers is, is coming over. Um, he's specifically doing a, a panel um, on NFTs, um, yeah. working with and talking with the artists uh, Holly Arthur and Diaz Grimm. And that's a, you know, that's again, that's a new area. Five years ago, I had no idea what an NFT was. You know, three years ago, I, I knew what an NFT was. And, and maybe just last month, I, I attended, you know, yet another panel figuring out what it is as an NFT and how <laughs> you use it. And to be honest, it was actually really, really interesting. Um, yes, of course, it's taken me four or five years to learn what, okay, A, what it is, what it, what it's, what it can do. But now I see the potential for artists to be able to, um, increase their income and uh, you know and and also provide another avenue or, or create another avenue for for their you know for their outlets uh, for the, for their creative outlet um so that's that's a, a fantastic sort of you know new stuff that that hadn't occurred in the the previous landscape and you know we've yeah. we've had two years of sitting on our couch and um obviously Diaz Grimm and, and Holly Arfo have um you know two New Zealand artists who have, have Taking upon themselves to actually dig deep into this and, and get started on stuff. Dio's has got a he's got a record coming out um, in November, I think it is, and it just sounds absolutely cranking. But it's all happening in the NFT space, which is, is amazing. That's interesting. And Holly's put something out, I think, this week. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And of course, Holly's got uh, you know fingers in many different musical pies. Holly's amazing. Uh, and yeah. then you know we we just we just recently saw the launch of New Zealand's first virtual band too. Um, really? you know, there's, a, there's a lot of things happening. They just put out a song with yeah. Troy Kingy, Blacklist is their name. Not their other Blacklist, but this new Blacklist. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, to, just to tie off that one there, with Stephen King as, as, as a lawyer, um, he is dealing more and more, you know, not just with artist record label contracts, but he's dealing with contracts that involve NFTs and involve Web3 and involve this new frontier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, really interested to hear what you know how he's been coping with that and uh, um, and what the future looks like. You know, is it still the wild west or is it um, is going to be something that's that's really fruitful? So I mean, so the thing is, what that's signaling to me as well is that going global is just as important for those who are already in the industry to see what's coming next, to see the new wave, and the good, you know, and young artists like Holly are usually at the fore of that and know what's happening and know what's coming, and, and the industry has to adapt. It's an Indeed. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, it's not just that. You've got um, Joel Little is going to be a keynote speaker. You've also got Shay Pope. 
uh, who is, you know, I mean, a production list for Shay is, is phenomenal. Who Shay has worked with over the years uh, is, you know, Aretha Franklin, I mean, uh, Lauren Hill, so many incredible people. Um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what is something like Shay going to be talking about? What are the keynotes? Uh, um, for him, for the keynote interview for him was, was really to, to yes, of course, we'll, we'll touch on on his back pages, um, and and you know sort of explore you know some of some of the, the the relationship, the working relationships he's had with those those wonderful wonderful artists, um, but it is more. Uh, I think then we'd, we'd sort of, you know, quickly sort of move on, not quickly, but we would move on to, you know, what he's doing now yeah, um, with with workshop and also uh, looking into the future is what he sees the, you know, what the, the music landscape is going to look like. Um, pretty, yeah, pretty interesting for that one. And and Joel Little with, with his artist manager, uh, Ashley Page, is um, uh, another fantastic sort of you know New Zealand success story or Aotearoa success story in, in terms of working offshore with um, a lot of you know very very well known songwriters, um, but that's that's in person with uh, with uh, his manager Ashley um, Sarah Thompson from Ends on Air is going to be interviewing uh, those two, and that's similar to. to some of the, the going global panels we've had in the past, where we talked to Ruben Nielsen from Unknown Mortal Orchestra oh. and and his manager Tom Warren, and or uh, I think in 2019, the last time we had an in person one was uh, was Marlon Williams um, with with his manager, and it's it's always an interesting kind of conversation because sometimes you'll find that the artist doesn't know what the manager does or, or wasn't aware, <laughs> of, you know, or the manager wasn't even aware of, of how the artist does a particular thing that they've always perhaps wondered about. It's it's a really interesting um way for, for people in the audience to sort of figure out their own relationships with with their team that they have working behind yeah. them and you know take any any advice that they can i guess yeah i mean if you're a musician or you know you're essentially a business right that's right you know yes. and, and 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 there's a business model to that um there's plenty of different models i assume and, and that's that's important with that that relationship to, to know what's going on so listening to these people talk about that kind of stuff can help you if you're moving into it or if you've already got somebody help you kind of navigate that world right as an artist or as a producer or as a songwriter yeah absolutely and it's it's a way to to sort of as i said sort of to, to gather information sure but also to to figure out, you know, perhaps what you do want to do, or perhaps what you don't want to do. Yeah. You know, you may find um, bits of opinion or information in there that you want to discard for, for whatever reason. It doesn't fit your your worldview or, or how you want to to carry your career. And you're completely right that yes, music is a business, and um, um, I, I think it's it's considered a small business enterprise. The the SBE. Um, uh, and uh, you have to treat it as such, you know, mm. much the way that, that a musician will um, perhaps labor over a song or, or rewrite a song for as, as long as it takes until they consider it's finished. That's the same kind of uh, ethos you should bring to your, your business, your, your company of actually putting the music out there and releasing the music and uh, uh, building a team behind you to support that, that music to go as far as it can and as wide as it can. Yeah, yeah, getting it in front of the right ears. Uh, the right yeah. eyes um, in terms of not just getting it out there on playlists these days and potentially on yeah. shows, but also getting it to festival lineups and, yeah. and other showcases. That's true. I mean, and having said that, you know, that's that's why we also run the, the showcase, the Going Global Presents yeah. showcase on, on Saturday night. Is like, okay, well, let's find 
you know, 12 artists from, we had a long list of, of artist applications this year, about 75 or 80 artists this year applied to play. We've, we've you know, the panel has, has picked, steering group has, has picked uh, 12 of them to, to play in the three venues. And that gives the international guests a chance to see what, the, you know, what the, the quality of talent is, is here in, in New Zealand Aotearoa at the moment. Um, and we're excited about that for sure. Um, you know, as I said, we've, we've been had, had two years off, so we're just yeah. <laughs> very, very keen to get out there. Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so the showcases will be fantastic, but um, as will everything about it. And uh, we might be down here in old, uh, little old Utiputi Dunedin, but we can watch it online. It's happening online this year. Yes, you can. You can you can live stream. You won't be able to live stream the showcase because no. that's all about being in the room at the time. <clears throat> but um, yes, you can live stream uh, the, the conference sessions. We are live streaming from the Studio A in Roundhead Studios. Um, we are recording all of the sessions in the brick room downstairs. Uh, if you buy a ticket for the live stream, you'll have access to the, the Studio A recordings after the fact and, and also the, the brick room recordings after the fact. Um, we couldn't figure out how to live stream two, channel, <laughs> two channels at once. Um, so so we, we've gone for the next best option of, of recording all the stuff downstairs and, and yeah. making it available uh, later on. Fantastic. So if we purchase a ticket to the live stream, where do we find those? You'll find those on Eventbrite. Um, you can just go to goingglobal.co.nz and, and nose around there. You'll find the, the ticket links. Um, we've also just this morning announced the program uh, is out alongside the conference app as well. So you can, uh, uh, if, you, if you're attending in person, you can um, you know use the app to, to figure out what's going on. Indeed. Hey, well, I thank you so much, Dylan. Uh, not only for your hard work of putting this together and the rest of the team at Independent Music uh, as well, uh, but for joining us. So thank you for your time. Not a problem, Jamie. Thank you very much. And I uh, hope you have a, a lovely, lovely, it looks like a sunny day in Dunedin. It uh, is a beautiful sunny day. I'm going to go put on some sunscreen soon, put my glasses on, get out there. Probably still in long excellent. pants though, because, uh, you know, there's a, cold, there's a cold breeze. Don't let the sunshine yeah. fall. you. <laughs> <laughs> won't be too long. But uh, yeah, have right. a good day. Hey, cheers, Cheerio. mate. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.